brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex. And if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Rage Quit, the video game discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's time to basically go into a big passion in life because this is more about a love for video games, but this has to do with my love for professional wrestling because today's subject is WWF No Mercy on the N64. Quite frankly, got to be the best pro pro wrestling video game I have ever played. Even though WCW NWO Revenge is considered the greatest pro wrestling game of all time, by most, at least on the N64. You know, for me, for the fact that when I was a kid, I was a WWF guy, not a WCW guy. WWF No Mercy is my top. (laughs) That's just me being loyal to the WWF, right? But, you know... (laughs) I, I do have to keep I do have to remind everybody I mean during the Monday Night Wars I was so young I didn't even know that there was a Monday Night War you know I mean I, I'm too I'm too young to remember this I mean you know when, when I started watching watching professional wrestling it was right before my sixth birthday I mean I always say the match that turned me into a pro wrestling fan was mankind beating the rock on Raw's war to win the title January 4th 1999. And of course, WCW decided to, well, yeah, WCW decided to leak the results. And <laughs> of course, yeah, we all remember Tony Schiavone saying, huh, that'll put some butts in the seats. I mean, oh boy. I mean, it's sad too because uh, I have a lot of respect for Tony Schiavone. But let's keep in mind, all you wrestling fans out there that are aware of this, Tony Schiavone did it under the orders of Eric Bischoff. So, I mean, if Schiavone had not done it, he probably would have been fired. So, anyway. You know, so I was on the, you know, so for me, WWF No Mercy, it's, even to this day, I, I wish I could play, but you know, I, I don't, no longer have an N64, and, you know, I, I would always say that if, if they were to, um, like, do a remastered version on the Nintendo Switch or whatever, like, for WWF No Mercy, you know, all, all the pro wrestling games we saw on the N64, I'm not, I'm not even sure... If that's even an idea, I'm not even sure if it would work. If if it would work, so I mean, I guess the only time way for me to play those games again is to get lucky enough to find find a good working N64 and then find the games. I mean, you could still find them in some of these vintage video game stores, but those popular games they they are pretty pricey and rightfully so. So, I mean, I'll not forget when I uh, 
when I sold my, you know, all, all my uh, good N64 games, 007, GoldenEye, Donkey Kong 64, God, I mean, I made such an amazing fortune. I mean, you know, before I get too deep into WWF No Mercy, I had an N64, a Nintendo Wii, and an Xbox 360. And my 360 and the Wii, they were both just completely destroyed. And I had a PSU. Like, I sold everything I had, including the games and all my brilliant N64 games. I kid you not, the amount of money that I made was so huge that I thought my dad would be pissed at me. My dad was actually happy because based on how much money I made. Now, of course, I I, I used the money, um, you know, to, you know, to to help uh, finish out. I, I used the money to um to finish paying a, a car payment for my uh, previous car for my old two thousand eight Honda Civic, and of course, you know, I helped it. You know, I gave the rest of it. To, I gave the rest of it. You know, I took care of things with it, and you know. And for the most part, you know, I ended up saving it, you know, to do some things. You know, my, my dad had a restaurant at the time, so, you know, in case something happened, you know, I, I kept the money in case there would be emergencies because I want to take best care of it, so. So, bottom line is, I sold everything I had, including a destroyed Xbox 360, a destroyed Wii, you know, the but the money I made on those, on those N64 games, because I had, like, 12 of them, all of which were classics. God, I mean, oh, boy. I just wish that, <laughs> I just wish that I would have done it in my current situation today. But anyway, you know, all the, no mercy. You know, it's just you know, like that. You know, I, all the other games. I mean, there was Ocarina of Time. There was Donkey Kong sixty four, 007 Golden Eye, WF No Mercy. And I'm not gonna say the amount of money I made on all of it. I'm not gonna say it on the air because it's you know, it's from what I'm told, it's this just they, they would just say, Alex, you, you just don't have. It. You could just say that you made a good, you, you made a good profit, and that's it. Like, but. But the amount I made, I mean, if I, if I tell all of you the amount I made, you would you would freak the f out. So, anyway, going back to uh, WWF No Mercy. So, WWF No Mercy actually came out in uh, late two thousand. Okay, obviously it's the predecessor of uh, WrestleMania two thousand, which was also a great game. Although WrestleMania two thousand actually came out in, in 1990, 1999. you know. As far as wrestling goes, WWF No Mercy basically is for the year 2000, while WrestleMania 2000 was basically for the year 1999. Especially when he, when he picked the when he picked the uh, the pay per views of a show. Like remember, you do match you could pick up what, what pay per view. Like on WWF No Mercy, if you if, if we were to play on the 64, do Triple H versus Cactus Jack in that street fight, like like they did in the 2000, at the 2000 Royal Rumble event, like you, you do that on WrestleMania 2000. The venue looks exactly the way it was at WrestleMania 2000. Those that that entrance ramp, those that taxi right above it, just like it was in in, in the real pay per view. So, and same thing was was for WrestleMania 2000. So, and of course, you know WCW versus NWO Revenge. I mean, the arenas for Bash of the Beach, Halloween Havoc, Super Brawl. You know, uh, W uh, Monday Nitro, Halloween Havoc, and everything. So. The Starcade, you know, those those wrestling games just really did great. You know, the uh, Asmic Ace Entertainment, the Aki Corporation. I mean, which are the the developers of the game? I mean, they they did a, a fantastic job. So, and you know, and the fact is, you know, No Mercy is actually the last. Is actually one of the, is actually the last of the series of the N sixty four wrestling games that was actually. That, that that's from the companies that's that made you know the WCW games as well. So, 
I think after that, you know, Asbic Ace Entertainment and Aki Corporation, they didn't actually make pro wrestling games on the N64 after uh, WWF No Mercy. So, you know, THQ actually released the games, but, but the developers were Asbic Ace Entertainment and Aki Corporation. So, so anyway, uh, I'm deeper. So, WWF No Mercy is basically, basically, it really had... It was a strong improvement of WrestleMania 2000. I mean, for one thing, the graphics were a whole lot different and a, and a bit better. Although some people describe, people some people do believe that WrestleMania 2000's graphics were good, but for me, I'm like, you know what? I loved them both. You know, uh, there was actually uh, WWE No Mercy also had a championship mode, which was really cool. I mean, that's what I loved the most. You know, when I got WWF No Mercy, my copy wasn't actually a brand new copy. It was used. It was just another gift from my mom. So obviously, the the previous owner of the game, you know, already had his champion. So so I basically I wiped out, I deleted everything from the game, and I started with a clean slate. And I'm and I'm and I'm so happy that I did, even though the guy had all the wrestlers unlocked. I figured, you know what? I want to enjoy the game. I want to have a lot of fun with the game. So I want to unlock everything and do everything. By, get Unlock all the championships. Unlock all the wrestlers. All the weapons. All the secrets. All the unlockables. I want to do it all by myself. So I was motivated. And I was excited. So. So I, I did just that. And, you know, and of course, as you all know, championship mode basically allowed players to, you know, to go to participate in these storylines. And these storylines, and some of the storylines were actually similar to what we saw in 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 the WWF during that year, especially because you know, <coughs> because when I redid it just a few years ago with all the storylines, I I remembered it. So I remember the story about the fast count where Triple H supposedly lost the title to Chris Jericho, but there was the fast count. I remember the storyline, you know, in in, in the championship storyline when, when you were on the way to challenging Triple H for the WWF title. There was, a time, there was a match where you supposedly beat him, but the, but then you realize that it, it's reversed because of the fast count. Even though in the game there was no fast count, so <laughs> oh boy. But but the game was was fun. Although I mean, despite the fact that the game got you know was praised and everything, I mean there was a little bit of criticism because some of the graphics were were a little bit bad. The difficulty level of the game, of, of, of the computer-controlled opponents, was actually pretty difficult. It was a bit too difficult and sometimes too easy, so it was tough, but... But the game is just, you know, it's, it's just, you know, it's amazing. You know, as a matter of fact, it's actually one of the best-selling titles for the Nintendo 64. It's actually listed as number... It's actually a tie for number 38, believe it or not, because they both sold 1,190,000 1, copies. So, <clears throat> it's tied with a game called, you know, Kobe Bryant and NBA Courtside. Okay, and both, they, they both sold the same amount of copies. 1,197. And it's actually listed higher than WrestleMania 2000. Because, you know, WrestleMania 2000, which came out October 12, 1999, sold 1,140,000 copies. So, and, and the best wrestling game, you know, the, the highest rating wrestling game... According to what I'm looking at, would be see if I can see it. Oh, a corner of this. It's WCW NWO Revenge. It sold one thousand eight hundred eighty thousand. That's almost two million. So that's big. Huh. Man, uh, seeing all, all the games, Eddie. Yeah, see that that's the highest wrestling game. That's huge. Because you know, I'll be honest. The wrestling games on the N64. 
or, or quite honestly the best. <coughs> Excuse me. But, you know, the way I, I think about it, you know, if I think of these wrestling games on the N64 that were terrible, I think one of them was w, WWF Warzone. It has, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin on the cover. I mean, that was really a horrible game. I played it once and I hated it. You know, I, I'm told that on, on the regular PlayStation and also on the N64, there was, you know, WCW Nitro. And, you know, even Chris Smith, I never I never played it. I never actually played those games, on the. but Chris Smith, who played it on both the N64 and the PlayStation, said it's horrible. And I would ask him, you know, in your opinion, which one was worse, WWF in Warzone or WCW Nitro? And he said they're, they're just both as bad. So, well, I mean, I said, well, that that's a shame. Because when you're a diehard wrestling, when you have a love for pro wrestling like me and Chris Smith do, when there's a bad wrestling game, it's, it's, uh, it's sad. It really is. So, but going back to one of these uh, cool things about WF No Mercy, you know, of course, in these wrestling games, there's the character creation. And WF No Mercy had just a super unique character creation mode. I mean, it was far more creative. There was far more things to do. You know, I mean, WF No Mercy really wanted to outdo outdo WF uh, WrestleMania 2000. Like, it, it was all about making the, the, the next wrestling game better in all categories and overall it, it, it was huge you know i mean obviously you know it it, it wasn't perfect but, but but like i said wbf no mercy is just huge i mean uh as, as we know you know one of the things you know, that i was actually relieved when i first played is that the, the mechanics of the games are actually is actually the same as wrestlemania 2000 so you know, of course, there's the combination with the buttons, and there's the directional yield, and... Ugh, man. You know, all the all these unlockable characters. I think all these unlockable characters, if I remember correctly, you can unlock Jim... I mean, Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler were unlockable. You can actually use them as wrestlers. Same thing with Linda McMahon. And believe it or not, Earl Hebner, too, the referee, was actually a playable character. But they were they were all characters that that you had to unlock. I think Cactus Jack was probably another one. Uh, Shawn Michaels was another one as well. Those so many playable characters that you had to unlock. I don't remember all of them, but I know that a few of them were Jim Ross, Jerry Lawler, Earl Hebner, Linda McMahon, and I think Mr. McMahon. Uh, I and of course I think Cactus Jack was one of them, but. You know, I'm gonna see if I can find it. If I can find it, let's see. WWF No Mercy unlockables, unlockable characters. Let's see if I can find it. Okay. Well, some of them. Okay, so, yeah. Okay, one of them is Shane McMahon. Okay, yeah. So most of them I got it right. So, okay, so Mick Foley is one of them too, and then one of them is also Andre the Giant. So from here it says it's Vince McMahon, Shane McMahon. Well, technically, I think it should say Mr. McMahon. But then, so you got the McMahon's, Linda McMahon, there's also Earl Hebner, Shawn Michaels, Cactus Jack, McFoley, and Andre the Giant. And you know, I, I don't remember exactly how you unlock them. I, I don't know if it's just championship mode, but there's, there's, there's a lot of them. Yeah, it's just been so long. When I was a kid, I just remember accomplishing everything in the game and... Hmm... 
It, the, it, it wasn't just, you know, the characters. I mean, you could unlock arenas. You could unlock moves. Unlock, you know, wrestling gear that can all be used in, in a, in a create-a-wrestler mode or uh, what was it called? The, the character creation mode or the create-a-wrestler mode or whatever you want to call it. So, you know, and unlocking all the titles and everything. I mean, you can unlock all these kinds of matches and everything. I mean, the fact that there's a lots, there's lots of things to do... It, was was all just uh, was all was all just exciting and one of the most interesting thing is you can there's there was also it was actually a game that introduced the backstage fighting, so you can you can brawl backstage you can brawl in, in the boiler room you can brawl in a bar I mean like I said WWF No Mercy just really took things to the next level like we thought we all thought WrestleMania 2000 was something special but WWF No Mercy was really just just the, the next big thing I mean I, I mean. I'm just glad I went through everything. I mean, when I was going through this for all the notes, I mean, unlocking, unlocking these. You know, there's, there's the game survival mode. There's you know the championship mode. There's of course regular exhibition. You can just do random matches and play with your friends. But I would tell myself I can't do that until I lock, until I unlock everything, which I did. But you know, I, I think it was actually the first N64 game to actually have the ladder match, I believe, because I know that there was the ladder match in that one. Uh, I know that WrestleMania 2000 had this had the cage match, but I don't remember it having the ladder match. But of course, I think you know WrestleMania 2002 also had hardcore match, and and I'm not sure. You know, I I, I wonder because you know hardcore matches. You know, for wrestling fans, you know hardcore matches. You know, pinfalls take place outside, so I think that there's a hardcore match that you know you, you can start in the ring and then you can fight all over the arena. You, you can pin your opponent, or make them tap out anywhere, so. Like I said, WWF No Mercy did a lot of these things. The matches they did, they did it right, but there were some things that were wrong. But of course, it's not going to be perfect. But you know, let's never forget creating all these, all these players. They uh, created all these wrestlers, and you know, and and Chris Smith. I mean, he and I, you know, he loves the game so much. I mean, Chris Smith actually told me, and he actually. <laughs> He's actually proud of what he did, but he told me that one that that in his game in his WF, WF No Mercy, he actually made Linda McMahon his hardcore champion. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, no doubt. Excuse me, no doubt that Linda McMahon, you know, is tough. I mean, she loves the wrestling business too, but you know, you know, I mean, I was just like, huh, you know, that's really interesting, you know. Making Linda McMahon, you know, the hardcore champion, <laughs> but you know, the but, you know, I mean, nothing wrong with it. I mean, you know, it, it's your game. Obviously, you want to mess around. I mean, even though you're you're a true wrestling fan, you take it seriously. You, you do want to mess around, but but I, I told Chris, you know, because Chris really wants me to tell him, you know, from a, in a journalistic standpoint, he wanted me to go journalist, journalist mode when I explained what, what I love about the game, and and I told him everything that I'm saying right here. So, you know, the techniques. Every uh, the championship mode, survival mode, everything that you can unlock. You get uh, unlocking wrestlers, unlocking wrestling gear, weapons, matches. You know everything. Like you can, there's all these unlockables. I mean, there's more and more stuff for you to do. The game keeps you busy, and it's challenging. So I said, dude, this is the. That's why it's the perfect wrestling game. So, I mean, WrestleMania 2000, in my opinion, is the greatest pro wrestling game of all time. I mean, everybody says, nah, it's, it's WCW, NWO, Revenge. I'm like, no, absolutely not. Because, again, I was always a w WWF guy. 
Now, I've gone back, you know, when there was the network, but the, the WWE Network, as far as I know, doesn't exist anymore. I did go back and spent countless hours of watching WCW footage. I mean, saw, you know, saw a lot of matches. I mean, WCW was cool, but I, I, I was always and always will be a WWE guy. Well, back then it was WWF, but I was always... I was always on Miss on Vince McMahon's side, not Eric Bischoff's side, <laughs> or Ted Turner's side. I guess you should say Ted Turner and Eric Bischoff versus Mr. McMahon in the, in the WWF. So, anyway, but you know, one of the cool things is all the matches. You know, in both championship and exhibition modes, and you know, the ladder match and the hardcore match. And again, you can you can literally have a hardcore match because you can fight all over the arena. You can fight in the bowl room, in the parking garage, in a bar, even 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 in the, even in a bathroom, in the locker room. Like I said, it's a hardcore match the way it's supposed to go. So, I always thought that would be so cool. So, you know, now that we talk about championship mode, you know, when I talk about this game with certain wrestling fans, they all ask me who I made champion. And obviously, you know, it, it, it's tough. I it, It's tough because, you know, obviously uh, I, I played it around for so many times because after I, after I did all the stories, all the storylines, the survival mode, when I really started to play the game, you know, just do exhibition matches or do random championship matches, what I would do is create my own storylines. And, and now keep in mind, this is when I unlocked everything. I unlocked all the wrestlers, all the matches, if there were matches that you could unlock, but I don't remember that exactly. I, re I unlocked all the weapons, all the wrestling gear, because I did change some of the wrestlers to wrestling gear. Even, even though I created a lot of wrestlers, I did change it on some of the wrestlers that were already there, but I, most of the time I would change it back because I didn't like it. Because I created about 15, 15 different wrestlers. So when I unlocked all the wrestlers, uh, all the titles, and when I, when I unlocked everything, I was done with the storylines, and I could just do exhibition and, and have, have all the fun without having to be stressed out by beating the game, I would make my own storylines. And one storyline was this. I decided, uh, I basically pretended to be Vince McMahon. Like I, I, I pretended like I owned the WWF, I ran the company, and everything was going to be my decision. So as part of my decision, I actually decided in the video game to give a push to a wrestler that I loved and that I, you know and that I you know I, I wrote a blog about him. He was a, a wrestler that paid his dues like I am. He sacrificed, went through difficult times, you know, and, and he was adored by the fans, and he's still missed and adored to this day. I'm talking about the late great Michael John Lockwood or Crash Holly, as we know. What I'm saying is, is that when I beat the game and when I wanted to, I wanted, uh, and then I started playing with the game, you know, be, pretending that I was the owner of the World Wrestling Federation. I actually gave Crash Holly a main event push, believe it or not. So what I did is I came up with a tournament. You know, I had a notebook and I put all these wrestlers in a, and I created a tournament. Okay. Now I, I had The Rock as the, as the WWF champion at the time. All right. And basically, I put Crash Holly, I put Triple H, I put Kurt Angle, I put Jericho. I mean, I put pretty sure put all the guys. Uh, I put Kane, put the Road Dog, X Pac, and I, and, you know, and I put Crash Holly, you know, because because Crash Holly, you know, and I kind of pretend like it's a it's a new year and Crash Holly is, is gonna get the push of his career. So I started the tournament, and, and you know, I put Crash Holly in, in difficult predicaments, like. Like Crash Holly, I remember I put him against Kurt Angle in the first round, and then Crash Holly would, and I had him win. And I remember winning him. He won by a roll up, and then in the in the second round, I mean I don't remember. I'm pretty sure in the second round, um, I had him against. Uh, I don't remember who it was really. 
Obviously, the final. I mean, since he made the final, I mean, he 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 won the he won the tournament. So the you know again you know to win the tournament you face the Rock. So I'll get to that in a bit. But you know, well, yeah, the final match and when Crashley made it to the final, I had him beat Triple H. So I'll just get to that. So I'm not sure he beat in the second round, but I kind of made it like made it look like the World Cup uh, knockout stage. Those the first round quarterfinals and then semifinals like that. And then I remember for for Triple H to make it to the semifinal, I, I had him beat Kane. So, so then it's uh, I had Crash Holly versus Triple H in the final. Okay. And then uh, I made I mean I just remember how the match was because I put it on on the hot, on the on the top top difficulty, so it, it was tough. So, so after about like you know twenty five minute like twenty like a twenty minute match. And then I had, you know, Triple H lose to Crash Holly. I was like, <laughs> if only this was in real life, because I love Crash Holly so much. So I remember, like, putting Crash Holly, making this fictional tournament. The winner gets a shot at The Rock at WrestleMania. And then um, and Crash Holly, you know, wins the tournament. Okay. And then uh, you know he beats The Rock at WrestleMania because you know I was like yeah you know what? we're gonna take it we're we're gonna take a break from from the Royal Rumble because uh, yeah so I decided yeah we're gonna take a break from the Royal Rumble match you know I kind of feel bad doing that because I love the Royal Rumble match so I had Crash Holly beat The Rock at WrestleMania and then there's the storyline they know that Triple H is you know you know after um and then the you know Crash Holly pulls off the massive upset beats The Rock at WrestleMania. And then defeats The Rock in the rematch. The Rock, you know, I, I basically The Rock shakes Crash Holly's hand, you know, praises him on a promo, and then The Rock, you know, take, takes a hiatus to do a film. So I kind of looked at it like that. And then Triple H comes out, and then Crash Holly, you know, has this long feud with Triple H, and then and then you know beats Triple H in the feud, and then I, and then I remember I ended it, and then I had Crash Holly. Lose the title back to The Rock, and, and then like that. I mean, it, it was fun. I mean, I really, you know, and then I mean, I just played around so much. I'm like one time, believe it or not, I actually, I, I would put the belts, I put the belts on too cool, you know, uh, Grandmaster Sexay and the late great, the late great Grandmaster Sexay, rest in peace, and Scotty Too Hotty. I put the tag titles on them. I, I even actually one time, I actually. Had Kyantai do a face turn, like do a face turn, like like I'll never forget that. And, and you know when I had a face turn, you know when they uh when when they actually you know won a a triple threat. I mean I remember I I did a triple threat tag team match. I remember I don't remember if you could actually do that. I'm pretty well. I mean that's what I would have wanted to do, but I I I don't think I did. I I did a tag team match. Um, Kyantai. Versus, I think it was, yeah, I, I did it, uh, Kai, Kai and Ty versus uh, Edge and Christian for the number one contendership, and I had Kai and Ty win, and, actually, no, 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 it was not a good, I mean, they, I had them, I had them beat Edge and Christian for the titles, uh, I, I put, you know, Kai, I put Kai and Ty versus, um, the, the, versus a Too Cool, and then, you know, and then, of course, after Kai and Ty won, I basically Saved the game. Well, before I did, you know, I, I, I basically put the TV on mute, then I closed my eyes, then I imagined Kai and Tai, you know, doing a, and two cool shaking hands, and then Kai and Tai, 
leaves the ring and then Kai, and then Too Cool says no and then they put the glasses on them and Kai and Tai and Too Cool dance. I kind of I kind of imagined envisioned that in my head and I would have loved for that to happen. I mean, it did kind of happen when Kai and Tai really fooled us all in that particular uh, segment, if I remember it correctly. So. So yeah, I mean, I really gave a push to some of these people who thought I was crazy. I mean, I put I put the WWF title on Crash Holly. I put the tag team titles on Kai and Tai, uh, Taka Mishinoku, and Funaki. Uh, I, I put, you know, <laughs> I just messed around big time. But, uh, you know, I made a, uh, ooh, I, know, I mean, God knows you know, what else I did. I, I, I made Chris Jericho, you know, my longest reigning Intercontinental Champion. I put the European title on Gangrel, the Vampire Warrior, believe it or not. So, yeah, I, I really did, you know, because Gangrel was always, was always a guy I was a fan of. And broke my heart that he, they, I mean, they never put a belt on him in the WBF, at least not that I remember. So, I mean, that broke my heart because I love Gangrel. I admire him. You know, because I always felt like, you know, the Vampire Warrior gimmick, I mean, I knew that it, w it would actually go over, it would actually be huge because, you know, that was something that we had never seen before in the, in the WVF, so I figured that's something that could work, so. So, WVF No Mercy, my favorite wrestling game of all time that's never going to change. It's a game that I truly loved playing, and it, it changed my life, and, you know, I, I have so many happy memories for it, and I'll never forget it. Ladies and gentlemen. Rage Quit is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you very, very much for joining me this evening, and I will see you all next time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.